You're listening to the Racking Focus Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the Racking Focus Podcast. This is a spoiler-free edition of Joker. Yeah, we uh, just saw Joker just a moment ago. It's the middle of the day. We're in the car. We're in a slightly different format right now. We're sort of GoProing this to uh, try and streamline the process and get this out for you quicker. Yeah. So hang on tight. Uh, what what'd you think about Joker? Um, it was really pretty. Uh, as grungy as Gotham is, it was um, really beautifully shot. Um, the colors are... They they really pop. I like You expect a, a DC Universe film to be... Really dark and like, I mean, it is dirty, but like dark colors and just there's a lot of vibrancy to this mm-hmm. film, but not in uh, the way that you would expect vibrancy to be colorful and saturated. It's still dark. It's still gritty. But I mean, the Joker's suit, for God's sake, is red, like mm-hmm. and he's wearing a yellow vest like it is. It is beautiful. The color palette is amazing. That was something that I loved I mean, as far as cinematography goes, the shots are great, but color was something that really just is now in my head. So. It, it's overwhelming. It's overwhelming to watch a film where you're seeing something that is dark, right? There is darkness in mm-hmm. what we're watching, and yet all of the detail and the color of that detail pops yeah. out to your eye. Yeah. It's so rich. It's so textured, and yet still a world that is gritty and yeah. it's you know it um, it felt and it set felt very 70s to me oh yeah and there and but it, it had the richness and pop across the board and we should mention that the detail of the materials in those shots is equally as powerful and beautiful Absolutely. as the actual cinematography and what's interesting is that um and we're in the streets of gotham here which i don't feel like we are often in the streets of gotham when we're following batman around we're either on rooftops or we're breaking in through windows or doing we're sneaking around right but we're never i never feel like we're on ground level we don't live in the world yeah. of gotham right, right. We, we live in wayne manor in the Batcave, and yeah. then we venture out as batman into into gotham this is like the complete opposite of that and we are in the gritty like i i remember feeling like this was a gotham i've never seen before in any of the other mm-hmm. films because i'm i'm i feel like a resident of gotham for a, for a minute in this film, so yeah, I think that that's great. That happens both from story, but I think it really, really happens mm-hmm. from the imagery and how yeah. we're drawn in. And I want to mention too, just the the fact that if you're watching this and you want to really get everything out of it, watching the use of close up, watching yep. use of framing, and especially watching the use of obstacles in front of characters. Yeah, um, there's ta- there's a lot of like dirty framing, right? Where there's like objects or things that are just out of focus in the foreground, or things that are physically blocking performances from being completely like in your face. Although there are moments where the camera is like right, right here, there. you can't see the bottom of Joaquin Phoenix's face or the top of his head. Like it is in his face. Uh, can't imagine how hard it is to act with a camera about you know. Yeah, and centimeters the, from you, your you know, and especially when you're acting with the level of depth. Why don't we talk oh, about that yeah. a little bit? So, yeah, uh, for visuals, for production design, this is a. It means all. Uh, it's amazing. It's, really it's beautiful. beautiful. It is beautiful. Um, acting wise, um, I think he's going to be nominated um, for his performance, which is very strange to say for a uh, comic book movie. Uh, although I mean, this doesn't feel, kind of fall into that category, but it kind of does at the same time. <laughs> I don't know. Not your typical comic book film. Uh, that's right. for sure. Um, and playing a villain from a superhero, you know, comic like that. I don't feel like we see that very often. The last guy to do it was Heath Ledger, right? Was that the last guy to be nominated for a, 
Academy Award. And it looks for like the Joker can do that, right? The That's Joker's. The, I mean, the thing. Yeah, we, yeah. we we may have. I mean, a villain character. Yeah, I think that that's it, right? Yeah, um, I think that's I think that's the one. So, um, his acting was phenomenal. I just I don't know how he has such control over his body. I don't know how he has such control over his laughter and his vocal work and like the facial expressions. Like everything that he does is top notch. I knew Joaquin Phoenix was just like a brilliant actor. He's the type of guy that like goes all in. Um, and he definitely goes all in in this performance. So at least that's from from my perspective anyway. Yeah, I, th- I think that he's doing amazing work and just watching the acting work is incredible. Yeah. But he does inhabit the character in such a way that you understand what's going on mm-hmm. often without language. And, yeah. you know, that's there's a, a without being a spoiler, there's a moment where we see part of uh, modern times. And yeah that idea of the silent film actor is referenced right. over and over again in Phoenix's performance. Right. And his body is extraordinary to watch. The, uh, yeah. But I would say uh, the acting across the board is good. I think the yeah. other folks are all doing their work. They feel less real, but I think that that may be more a choice than an actor. Yeah, standard. well, you right. Well, you have um, the Joker who's this eccentric being, right? And he pops off the screen in a way where everybody else kind of blends into the background and kind of fits the narrative that is being told throughout throughout the film and 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 in a way from his perspective, everybody might be mundane to him. Yeah. You know, based on what's going on in his head. So, uh, yeah, the acting was the acting was amazing. Um, I mean, it's I I need another rewatch just to see what he's what he's doing and the choices he's making. And you talk about modern times and Charlie Chaplin and you get the same kind of feeling with how he's moving sometimes. Uh, I remember watching the the very beginning of the movie and thinking this is very Chaplin-esque. And because it was a silent film back then, it's all based off of body movement and non-verbals, which Joaquin Phoenix does so well in this movie. Yeah, and then you put that uh, against the level of violence that's throughout the film. Uh-huh. The film's hyper-violent, but we get violence right at the beginning of the movie, yep. and that violence at the beginning with Chaplin, and we go, think back to those silence films, and they're full of violence. Right. That violence is just for comedic purpose, uh-huh. and here we are being confronted with it in a much more brutal way right. over and over again. So, that, I mean, for the week of heart... Yeah, this is a movie you just want to be prepared for. It that. is. It is violent. They don't pull any punches. Um, even gunshots sometimes come off as like you know in other movies, somebody pulls out a gun, then you have a second to uh, react before the trigger's pulled. This is like guns coming out and boom, 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 and you, it's a little jarring. It's a little jarring. The other thing I want to say in a non-spoilery way is the film is full of a knowledge of craft. Yeah, we you know there's so many times where I feel like the. Uh, directorial action is is utilizing things I expect because I'm yeah. a film viewer. Right, right. They know who's watching the movie, um, and they're kind of playing with you a little bit. We talked about tension in our um, spoiler-filled podcast and uh, how they use that. So if you want to hear more, go listen to the entirety of our spoiler-filled podcast. Um, but yeah, I want you to talk about Vigilante real quick. Yeah, so this is hard to not be spoilery. So yeah. I'm going to really dance around it, and you have to tell me when I have to stop. Yeah, <laughs> there's there's a thing that I've I've heard just a few things about this film. So maybe someone else has talked about this, mm-hmm. but this film feels like it, it may be the best Batman movie we've ever had, hmm. uh, or at least the best movie about what Batman is. And right. I'm not accidentally saying Batman in place of Joker. I think it's an extraordinary portrait of right. this 
disturbed, damaged man who is Joker. Right. I think on the other end of the spectrum, there is a question about what it means to be Batman in this world and that the filmmaker speaking to that larger issue. And there are questions about class in it and, you know, what it means to be a vigilante and yeah. what it means to be a masked vigilante. And as you're watching the film, whether you want to think about it before or after, it is a movie that deserves analysis. Yeah, agreed. And 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 that's one of the reasons because it's speaking to a bigger issue. Agreed. I don't think I can add any more to that without spoiling something. You, it's so I think hard. you hit the nail on the head with that. Um, I want to go right to rating. What do you think? Should they see this in theaters? Should they wait? Should they not see this at all? So this is a must see in theaters for me. Uh, in our, we, you know, we've already sort of done this when we do together. Uh -huh, after yeah. it's a must see for me. Why don't you talk about why it's a must see? For, uh, for me, it, you have to see this in theaters for the visuals. You have to see this in theaters for the sound design, for the production design on a smaller screen. You're gonna miss out on detail. Um, we talked about some uh, shallow depth of field in the other spoiler uh, filled podcast. Like the just the filmmaking behind this is just so beautiful. Like whoever is, I don't know who the DP is, but Whoever's shooting this I movie, whoever is who, the cinematographer, the production designer, the sound designer, I don't know what CG was even put into this movie, but like if there was a lot of CG done, CGI done, I, I didn't even notice it. So like all around, all across the board, this is like masterfully crafted and you have to see it on a big screen to fully appreciate that. It's a movie that you can second view on your home TV after yeah. you've had that full experience and you've been able to watch and see Agreed. what's yeah. there. But I don't think you want to miss the opportunity to, if it's just to look at the piles of garbage bags on the uh -huh. screen yeah. that yep. are shot with a beauty that garbage does not deserve to be shot with. <laughs> um, and you know, this, this city's decay is so well presented. Yeah. The, the, like the elevator door yeah, is startling to look at. And on yeah. a small screen, it's going to just fly by. And I also think if you're watching it at home, you're going to be in a position of rest. Right. And this movie demands your attention. Yeah, yeah. So spend two hours, go see this in theaters before it leaves. Um, I don't think you'll regret it. If you are a novice film viewer, we mentioned this a little bit earlier, uh, just be prepared that you're going into a movie that is maybe a little bit slow paced. You need to just stick it out and um and and think about it a little bit while while it's playing um it is a i, I would say it's a good film though I, i'm, I'm uh, yeah. excited to rewatch. yeah i think so. it's a, i think it's a really good film i think we're going to see some awards for this i yep. think it's going to get recognition yep and barring the controversy which we'll probably talk about in the second half of our spoiler filled piece so if you want to hear about that you can tune yep. in there yeah uh that and that's available on apple podcasts just like this is yeah uh, you know barring that question this is a movie well worth watching yeah absolutely if you want to hear the full version of this podcast or hear other podcasts that we've recorded uh, head to rackingfocuspodcast.com and you can uh you can listen there you can find our social channels we are at rackingfocuspodcast on instagram.com and at podfocus on twitter and we're at rackingfocuspod at gmail if you want to communicate with us. If you want to know what we're watching next, you go to the website. If you want to listen to some of our episodes, you can go to the website. But we would love you to subscribe on Apple Podcasts and leave us a review, both about the spoiler or spoiler-free. We just love you to do that. So please check us out and help us out. Until next time, thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you in the next movie. Yeah, go see Joker. Go see Joker. Thanks for listening to the Racking Focus Podcast.